So I have to tell you, I went to the uh, range here at the ranch uh, yesterday. First time I fired a gun in maybe two years, years, year and a half at least. Um, and <clears throat> the guys were, we were all together. My daughter was shooting with us. And I, out of, out of a clip of, I think my gun will hold 18 shots. I only missed two. And I swear to you, that's because of Mantis X. That's the only reason, because it's diminishing when you don't practice. And I've been practicing with, uh, with Mantis X, um, and it is something that is high-tech, easy to use. The military is using it now. It started with the Marines, and it is like having a Marine sharpshooter sitting next to you, analyzing everything you do. It's all done by your iPhone or your, your uh, laptop or iPad, um, and it analyzes in real time. And... 90% of the people, 94% of the shooters uh, improve within 20 minutes. Start improving today. MantisX.com. MantisX.com. Entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck oh, yeah. program. People, 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 we've got a show to do. Let's do some show business. Hello, America. It's uh, the Glenn Beck program. It is Thursday. Let me let me just tell you. Yesterday, I went to uh, Mission Impossible. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I won't spoil it. But it's starring Tom Cruise. Okay, there I said it. And it is, it's all about AI. And if you don't understand what AI does, well, you haven't talked to Kamala Harris, quite honestly. Because at the AI Roundtable, hosted by Kamala, oof, we learned a lot. And we begin there in 60 seconds. Alrighty. So let me tell you about Relief Factor Sleep. Sometimes good sleep is hard to come by. Uh, last night, I was laying in bed for about an hour and a half. My wife came in and said, do you need some Relief Factor Sleep? And I'm like, yes, please. I just could not shut my brain off. I think it was Tom Cruise. I think he's made a pact with the devil. He still looks so handsome. Anyway, uh, Relief Factor Sleep. It's natural, healthy sleep. It just reduces anxiety and distress, improves your mood, it promotes relaxation. 100% drug-free. Relief Factor Sleep. It's your first bottle. It's $19.95. 20 bucks to get the feeling of complete relaxation and contentment as you drift away into dreamland. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800 the number 4 relief. That's 800 the number 4 relief or go to relieffactor.com. Dream big and sleep tight. Oh man. So I'm seeing the Tom Cruise movie and I'm like, "Hey, this is like the book Dark Future." 
this is really what our what the book is uh, talking about. Probably about half of it is the new technology and what AI can do and how it's going to be used to um, manipulate you in ways that you don't even know you're being manipulated Uh, and it will predict everything now. I want to break this down, and I don't want to get too scientific. Stu, tell me if we get too scientific here. Sure, go ahead. Uh, You know, (laughs) because once you go to Kamala Harris, it can get complex quickly. So the White House had a roundtable on artificial intelligence. And as Kamala would say, that's a table that is round. And I love roundtables. Anyway, uh, she's at a roundtable on artificial intelligence with some of the biggest minds on this. And here's how she explains it. AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. But ultimately what it is, is it's about machine learning. And so the machine is taught And part of the issue here is what information is going into the machine that will then determine, and and we can predict then, if we think about what what information is going in, what then will be produced in terms of decisions and opinions um, that may be made through that process. Mm, No, no. But that's a cute little effort. She was born to be a first grade teacher. Don't you think? I mean, that's really I mean, I think that's the grade level where she topped out. Um, But she's perfect as a first grade teacher. I want to tell all of you experts about AI. First of all, it's two letters, two happy letters. One's an A, one's an I. What does that mean? Well, it's fancy. It's very fancy, kids. It AI, two letters, but it actually stands for two words. (laughs) Words <laughs> and words are made up of letters, and this letter A means artificial, that means fake, and intelligence that means something I don't have. She's born to be a first grade teacher because everything she says sounds like it's geared to a first grader. My gosh. And then machine learning. This is let me tell you a little bit about machine learning. First of all, it's a machine. No, it's really not a machine. And I know you mean it as a machine, but it's not a machine. It's machines and it's learning. It's two words, a machine and learning. I didn't mean to put a in front of machine because that would be three words, even though a is just a letter and that letter is a, but it doesn't stand for the same a as in artificial kids. So um, she says we can put stuff into it and we'll we'll know what comes out. That's not true. I don't know if she's ever heard of uh, AI hallucinations. That's what's happening with ChatGPT right now. We don't know how it works. Okay? The experts don't know. Now, I'm sure Kamala does because she's so smart. Uh, But nobody really knows how this works. It's a machine teaching itself. You put in information and then it learns on its own. This is something Elon Musk called summoning the demon. Now... 
I don't know. That sounds like something I would like to do every day. Summon the demon. Uh, This is from page 262 from the very uh, astute uh, writings of uh, one of the greatest scientific minds of today uh, named Glenn Beck. And here we are on book review. Uh, And we're just going to read a little bit uh, from this fantastic new book that is available everywhere, including glennsnewbook.com. Purchase it now. Uh, Depending on who you talk to, the development of artificial intelligence with human-like abilities is either considered to be the holy grail of technological achievements, the discovery that could unleash an unprecedented era of prosperity, or mark the beginning of the end of humanity. For example, at a symposium hosted by MIT, Elon Musk said, Artificial intelligence, AI, is really kind of a fancy thing. It's too late. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) He said it's akin to summoning the demon. He explained, I think we should be very careful about artificial intelligence. If I were to guess what our biggest existential threat is, it's probably that. So we need to be very careful with artificial intelligence. Increasingly, scientists think... There should be some regulatory oversight, maybe at the national and international level, just to make sure that we don't do something very foolish. Now, let me ask Elon Musk this. If I might depart from this brilliant, brilliant book, um, let me ask something. Uh, Do you want somebody like Kamala Harris or anybody in Congress? I like Chuck Schumer actually coming up with laws about it do you think they will even begin to understand it they can't work their iphone anyway scientists think there should be some regulatory oversight with artificial intelligence we are summoning the demon in all those stories where there's a guy with a pentagram and the holy water it's like yeah he's sure he can control the demon But it doesn't ever work out. Finally, a guy who's watched a movie. Stephen Hawking, perhaps more accomplished scientist of the past half century, warned the BBC the development of full artificial intelligence could spell the end of the human race. It would take off on its own and redesign itself at an ever-increasing rate. Humans who are limited by slow biological evolution could not compete and would be superseded. So we go deeply into this in uh, the new book and how it is going to work. But I I just I have to tell you, go watch Mission Impossible. The only problem with the Mission Impossible thing is, is like, don't worry. You know, all we got to do is we got to we can turn it off with its uh, original code. No, you can't. No, you can't. When, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Vic Rames? Rhymes? What's the black guy in Mission Impossible? (gasps) Did he say black guy? Oh, my gosh. How dare him even notice color? Although he should notice color, because that's all that matters. If he doesn't notice color, he's a racist. If he does, he's a racist. Simultaneously, so anyway, the most and least important thing about a person, uh, Glenn, of course, is their skin color. Uh, Ving Rames, I believe, yeah. is who, who you're looking for. Ving Rames, yeah. Okay, so Ving says, you know, I've got it on this. I got it on this hard drive, but I got to go and get way away from anything online. 
And if I can track it down, I'm going to give it its original code and it'll shut it off. No, Ving, it doesn't work that way. See, the idea with artificial intelligence and the movie really, really makes a good case on what it will be like. It will know everything about you. It will be able to predict you because of companies like Google and Facebook. They are collecting mountains of information. Your refrigerator, if you have a new refrigerator and it's a smart uh, refrigerator, it's collecting information on you. So it will be able to predict you. It will know you and know exactly what you'll do. So it can, you can never escape it. Oh, well, we're going to use the original code. We're just going to reboot the system. That won't work because it will know you are going to try to do that. Yeah, that's the thing with AI. It just kind of tends to know exactly where you're going, right? Uh, and, uh, I, you know, despite the fact that we can come up with these easy, simple solutions, there's no there's no clarity long term whether this is going to actually play out in a way that benefits humanity or or really honestly turns into something that we want to keep around and the question is how far we get down this road do we eventually get to this place where they can't turn it around you know we can all kind of speculate here but the fact is that even scientists even people who have created ai even people who have gone down this road for decades who are the people who put this foundation together they don't even seem to know where this is going. And this, the mo probably the most terrifying part of all of this is even people, scientists like Kamala Harris don't even seem to know. I mean, Kamala seems to know that the A stands for artificial and the I stands for intelligence. But beyond that, we don't know how far this could go and what could occur. Uh, now, we know that machines are taught. That we know from Kamala Harris, but we don't necessarily know too much more than that. And I, I mean, you watch people uh, try to utilize this in their day-to-day -day lives. You know, I've, I've been talking to people about how they're using AI. And, and uh, one friend talked uh, about how she had to work on some project. It was, you know, a marketing newsletter type of project. And, you know, she's starting out. She didn't really want to get into it. She knew it was going to take a couple hours. And someone told her, well, why not try JetGPT? That'll, that'll knock it out in 30 seconds. And it did, and it was close, and her boss loved it. Hey, who knows where this goes? And you can, when you talk about, you know, look, Kamala Harris's point aside here, what you input really is important. At the end of the day, this is something that the left has realized. They remember going back to the early days of the internet and the early days of the internet were, you know, it was a wild west. And whatever reason, our government did one good thing, which was to kind of codify it as a wild west. To let this thing develop into what it's become. Like the good and the bad. There's been plenty of bad with the internet. Well, what the left looks at, when they look at this, they say, and this is something that's talked about in Dark Future. What they see when they look at the, the story of the internet, is why didn't we wake up? Why didn't we get involved earlier? Why didn't we realize we should implement all of our left-wing ideology into this stuff at the very beginning and let it grow the way we want it to grow? They see it as a missed opportunity 
to put all this stuff in at the beginning. And now they're looking at AI as a second bite at the apple. Here comes AI. We can step in. We can put all this stuff in sort of at the recipe level. And then the cake comes out on the other side uh, of the oven uh, with uh, that tastes a little bit more friendly to the way we want it to taste. They're seeing this as a giant opportunity, and that is sort of where we are now. I will say, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. He did a, um, he was asked, he was talking to, uh, trying to figure out something with AI and decided to ask it, I think, a pretty important question, which was if you needed to travel 300 miles and there's two groups trying to travel this 300 miles, one group was riding on a camel, the other group, was riding on 1,000 bunny rabbits. And the question was, who gets there first? Well, AI did the math on this. They crunched the numbers and said, the, of course, the people traveling on the 1,000 bunny rabbits would get there first because, you know, that's 1,000 bunny rabbits and they did 1,000 times whatever it is, 10 miles an hour and came up with, it would, they would do the 300 miles in 18 minutes. And the camel would take much longer than that. Now, we are at the very beginning of this, where they still think you can ride bunny rabbits for 300 miles. But soon, we are going to be at a place where AI is able to do a lot of these tasks much more competently. And also is going to be something that is very difficult for this society to resist. I think at times we overwhelm, we kind of... We look at, I don't know, the people that we hang out with. Maybe, uh, maybe you're hanging out with a lot of people who are pretty smart. But think about the average person. The average person who is maybe the, the average person who voted for Joe Biden in 2020. That person. Picture them in your mind for a second. Is that a person who's going to resist the charms of AI? Do you have confidence in that? Because I certainly don't. <laughs> I don't know. I... We are not at a place, this is, this is not the Ben Franklin times where everyone knew the Constitution and everyone knew the history that went into building the Constitution. You go back and look at the school tests from these ages and you'd see things that were absolutely stunning, shocking, that the, that the average person knew. Advanced mathematics and, and history and philosophy, that's all gone. Like, right now, the main point of contention between people is which Kardashian's, you know, butt are you looking at at an Instagram post? That's essentially the main amount of research most of America does. And we have to look at them and somehow figure out whether they're going to be able to pull off the resistance of AI technology. They're not. And the left knows this. And so they're working very, very hard to uh, put together a a foundation that feeds what they want out of the future. A lot of this is talked about in Dark Future. It's available now, by the way, uh, everywhere across the country in bookstores or wherever you get your books online. Make sure to check it out. So Nancy wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Greens. She says, my dog eats everything in sight, so getting her to eat was not a problem. My concern was having a healthy meal choice 
that will keep her with us as long as possible. She loves the Rough Greens and continues to lick her food bowl long after the food is gone. Thank you so much, Rough Greens. Uh, Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement. It's developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, and you sprinkle this on the dog food. Remember, brown food is dead food. You want the greens, and this is filled with vitamins and minerals and probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens already. Most dogs love it and will go crazy for it. Folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal for you. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. They're going to give you a your first trial bag for free. That is right. Free right now. All you have to do is pay the shipping. 833-GLEN-33, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33 or roughgreens.com slash Beck. Give them a call today for Rough Greens. 10 seconds, station ID. So here's the here's the thing about AI that everybody should be aware of that. Um, let, let me go to a TED talk again. This is um, uh, from the new book, Dark Future. This often characterizes a fear that armies of malicious robots will attack us. But that isn't the most likely scenario. It's not our machines that will become spontaneous, uh, spontaneously um, uh, malevolent. The concern is really that we build machines that are so much more competent than we are that the slightest diversions between the goals and our own could destroy us. Why would AI want to destroy or control the humans who created it? This is what Sam Harris says. Just think about how we relate to ants. We don't hate them. We don't go out of our way to harm them. In fact, sometimes we take pains not to harm them. We just step over them on the sidewalk, but whenever their presence seriously conflicts with one of our goals, we annihilate them without any qualms. The concern is that one day we will build machines that could treat us with similar disregard. It is crucial to realize that the rate of progress doesn't matter. It does. Any progress is enough to get us into the end zone. We don't need Moore's Law to continue. We don't need exponential progress. We just need to keep going. So we'll do this if we can. The train is already out of the station and there is no brake to pull. Which brings me back again to Mission Impossible. If you want an easy way to see it in a movie form, your dark future, watch Mission Impossible. But it is much, much deeper than that get all of that information in my new book dark future you can get it at lensnewbook.com program all right uh our sponsor this half hour is my pillow did you see that uh Stu, did you see the news about mike lindell and how he is really struggling right now because all of these big companies canceled him oh and the left and the media are celebrating it oh, oh yeah. celebrating mm-hmm. celebrating uh, he's having a big special right now, celebrating their 20th anniversary, and uh, I think we should support Mike Lindell, quite honestly. Um, he's got some great specials going on right now. If you use the promo code BECK, you're going to get the lowest price ever on a queen-size MyPillow. Regular price is $69.98. You're going to get it for $19.98, and the king size is just $10 more. You'll also find deep discounts on other amazing MyPillow products. Um, again... 
I don't have a problem with people disagreeing with Mike Lindell. I have a problem with the organized canceling of people, which they're trying to do to Mike Lindell and put him out of business. I want you to call 800-966-3117. Use the promo code BECK. Get your pillows, slippers. They got all kinds of stuff on sale at MyPillow.com. 800-966-3117. Dark Future. Uncovering the Great Reset's terrifying next phase is available in bookstores now. Don't miss it. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It is Thursday. Tomorrow, we are covering the Family Leaders uh, Summit. And that is the presidential forum of the 2024 primaries. And uh, the forum is going to be moderated by Tucker Carlson. I will be there. Stu will be there in Iowa tomorrow. Uh, and we'll be covering that live. And then uh, I believe it's 5 o'clock or I think it's 5 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, we'll be exclusively on Blaze TV for Blaze subscribers. And I'll be doing a live uh, interview with Tucker Carlson. I worked all day yesterday on questions for Tucker. I, I want to know um, deeper things than I think uh, um, others might ask Tucker. I, I think he is uh, he's a fascinating guy, fascinating guy. And uh, I think he is one of the only guys that is, was on the mainstream media that's telling you the absolute truth as he understands it. Uh, but there's a lot to talk about that'll be available for Blaze TV subscribers only. However, the uh, the entire thing will be on our YouTube channel, uh, so you'll be able to watch that, but not the uh, Tucker Carlson exclusive interview. That'll only be for Blaze TV subscribers. You can save thirty dollars right now on your annual subscription. Uh, just use the promo code "Will Not Be Censored." So we were talking about artificial uh, intelligence a minute ago and and the dangers that it is posing. Now, the White House just had their roundtable with Kamala Harris, who is so brilliant. She wanted to tell everybody that was there, you know, the people working on artificial intelligence, that artificial intelligence is a fancy thing. First of all, it's two letters, an A and an I. Oh, my gosh. I want to go a little deeper than that. And I, I actually want to reach out to you for some help on this. This is something that I've been working on for, in my head, for at least 10 years. And uh, I just need the AI or the VR experts. Um, we're having a hard time finding the VR experts that will work with us and, and at a top level. Um, and I've already raised the money to be able to do this. I have the money to do it. I just need the, a, the a VR experts to help. Listen to this. This is uh, 272 from Dark Future. Consider some of the latest advancements in virtual reality. As I mentioned in Chapter 4, virtual reality allows users to put themselves in diverse situations, experiences, and places, not just in the modern era, but across time. It's an incredibly uh, exciting technology, but also provides opportunities for institutions to further embed racial and radical ideas into unsuspecting users. What were they talking about at the White House yesterday? 
to make sure that their racial and radical ideas are fed in to AI. It's one thing to teach adults and children that America is systemically a racist place, but what if you could make them experience this ideological view of the country firsthand in a simulated environment that is presented as being as close to possible as real life? Although VR technology still has a lot of room to grow, there are already numerous efforts underway to utilize VR to advance various social justice narratives. The Washington Post reported in April 2022 that tech companies such as Vantage Point are now using VR training programs to teach employees at corporations across the country what it feels like to be discriminated against. Now, I want to just pause here for a second. I have no problem with this idea i mean i i don't like discrimination either but we're not talking about discrimination without teaching discrimination is the answer to discrimination you know what i'm saying so you can step into the shoes of what it feels like to be a black man Okay, this is what Vantage Point, the the chief executive, said. We can push users to the point of slight discomfort. We've created an experience where they are engaging and they want to do something and they can actually teach them what something is. The Post reported that Mercer was inspired to create the VR training program after traveling to Italy, making a derogatory remark about immigrants. Her Ethiopian friend and traveling partner got angry at her prompting the uh, conversation that made Mercer realize her error and the power of emotional reactions. Around the same time, the Post reported, she started admiring the advances in virtual reality technology, most notably when she was watching a horror movie and screaming because it felt so real. If we can create situations and experiences that are this emotionally compelling for other applications, why aren't we doing this for training and education? That was my aha moment. So what they're talking about doing now, and several universities and several companies, in fact, the University of Maryland uh, is working on this. They are doing labs, which are being uh, led by sociology professors, uh, and they are making virtual reality um, training courses for children about police and about racial justice and they are trying to get your kids to feel i really think this is why kids cut themselves i have no idea honestly why they cut themselves but i think it's because they want to feel something they need to feel reality and virtual reality is only going to make things worse i think because it's not real but it will feel real if you've ever been through real virtual reality, I mean, the best of the best, it feels like you are there, um, especially when you put it into, you know, take it out of your, uh, take it out of your, your uh, uh, home and you put it in a setting where everything is made to help you feel it, the spray of the water on your face or the heat as you're walking towards lava or whatever it is. Let me, let me again appeal to anyone who happens to be listening that is at a very high level that can create these things and would like to create them to teach 
real history. It is so critical that we teach history and it's accurate history. Um, and our kids will not learn it. I mean, I, I watched, I, when I was doing the museum for a couple of weeks, I watched, I, <laughs> I dressed up like an old man, which wasn't a stretch for me. Uh, and uh, I put myself in a wheelchair and somebody was pushing me around like I was just an old guy, but I wasn't watching the, the museum or the presenters. I was watching specifically the kids, not in a creepy Joe Biden way, um, but I was watching the kids to see where did we lose them? Where did we gain them? And the suggestions I had uh, that, you know, others gave to me was were very good suggestions like, well, let's do some tactile things. Let's have them, uh, you, know, uh, you know, do whatever. So they're involved in it. But to me, that's for maybe for little, little kids kids are different now uh and i really think vr is the way to go if you have any of those skills would you please contact us reach out to me um you can reach out right now on the phone number eight to uh what is it 888-727-BECK and just leave a message with our um uh, with our phone screeners but please don't do it unless you are top shelf um we have the money to do it they are already ahead doing this i've wanted to do this for 10 years um but as i said getting those people to actually uh work on a not a conservative but an actual uh program to teach actual history it will change everything absolutely everything uh this is the world that we are entering it is last night's tv show i I hope you got a chance to see it it's available still on youtube if you're a subscriber you can find it at blaze tv last night was a really important one we talked about dark future but i explained the fourth industrial revolution and showed you what that really meant um how much of a change is truly coming and no one is really explaining this to you and you need to understand the reality this is no longer science fiction this is no longer prediction this is coming it is we are at the doorstep of radical change and if we don't implant uh the values Remember, as you'll read in Dark Future, the World Economic Forum and the United Nations and even our own nation and our own administration are doing everything they can to destroy and then recraft values. They are going away from the traditional family. You know all of this stuff. They're, they're teaching our kids new values And once they have artificial intelligence, once they have embedded this in artificial intelligence, um, we're in trouble. And not just for the reasons why that you might think, not just because they'll know who you are and what you think, and they'll be able to, you know, ESG you to death. 
That's all true. But we're teaching our computers and we're teaching our algorithm and artificial intelligence to lie. That's not going to work out well. We're teaching it to lie to us, to change the algorithm, to give us the outcome we desire, not the outcome it thinks uh, is the best. And we are entering on top of that a new expert class, one that can never be argued with. Remember, you were called a science denier for questioning anything about Wuhan. You, are, you a, are you a scientist? Uh, 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 I'm sorry, do, do you do experiments uh, in your own home? Are, uh, you're, you're a biologist? You uh, study bacteria? You study viruses? Well, no. Well, then what do you know? Nothing. No, you know, people have some common sense in them, and sometimes the experts miss this. If this is the way they're treating you, when Anthony Fauci is the expert and claims to be science, what do you think is going to happen when there is an expert that you do not know how it arrives at its solutions or its, uh, its um, uh, answers? And it's using quantum computing, and it is much smarter than you. Who is going to argue with it? Who? You're going to be forced to listen to that expert. All right, more in just a second. Stand by. First, uh, our sponsor. This half hour is Car Shield. If your car is no longer covered under its warranty, you know what that makes you? It makes you beholden to the car mechanics. Yeah, I tell you, that your car is gone. I'm using a technical word here. It's gone kaput. And uh, we need to change the defibrillator. And I don't know if you know much about a defibrillator, but they're very expensive right now. I really don't want to be hostage uh, to a mechanic. Uh, what do you do? You're going to go buy a new car? You can't afford a new car. Heck, you can't even afford a used car at this point. Car Shield offers affordable protection plans to fit every budget and covers more parts than ever before. And you'll want them when those costly repairs are needed. You can also count on Car Shield to help take care of you when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast -coast roadside assistance, rental car options, and trip reimbursement at no extra cost. So lock in your price today and it'll never go up. Car Shield, dedicated to protecting what you drive. Get coverage like I have with Car Shield at 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. CarShield.com slash back. Save 20% now. 800-227-6100. CarShield.com slash back. Glenn Beck. So think back, when is the last time you checked the legal status of your title? Never, never a clock is maybe that time. Um, if you're one of those people who don't think about this, like pretty much everybody, you are probably in need of home title lock. And, and I'll tell you why. Home title fraud is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. And it's a scary crime because it is, the consequences are so huge. This is not like someone steals your credit card and they you know charge a couple Papa John's pizzas on it and 
you got to go and say, hey, I didn't buy these, and then the money gets refunded. This is a long-term process to try to unwind if you get hit with this particular crime. And the numbers are huge. You're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. If you're one of the people who have kind of gone down the road and, and do, done things the right way, you've made your mortgage payments every month, you've built up equity, you are the like central target for this. Because if you've got a bunch of equity, they can sign a couple of forms and transfer ownership to some hacker, and all of a sudden, you are out of luck. Home Title Lock helps you protect against this. Home Title Lock puts a shield around your home's title. The instant they detect activity or tampering, they help shut it down fast. You need to verify that you aren't already a victim of this crime. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. You get 30 risk-free days of access and protection. HomeTitleLock.com. The code is BECK. Protect yourself with HomeTitleLock.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. You know, I, uh, I am a huge fan of Walt Disney, and that's why I celebrate the uh, destruction of Disney uh, and everything uh, Disney. You know, the problem is they're never going to get uh, anybody in there to fix that thing because it's, it's, they've, the cancer is through the entire system now, and Bob Iger is, is part of that. Uh, you know, he is probably the problem. Uh, and, uh, and what are they going to do? They're going to bring in somebody else. And what they do is they just switch chairs. They'll you, if you ran the parks or you ran the movies, uh, then you run the parks, then you run ABC news, then you become chairman. That's just the way it works. They need outside blood, um, to get rid of, of everything. They really still don't know why Indiana Jones has bombed. They really don't know why they're blaming it on the price. And I think that has something to do with it. Um, but they don't know why their parks are suffering this summer. It's not only the price that is so high and people can't afford. You're no longer appealing to the heartland. So who are your customers? Who are your customers, Disney? They're going for this rich elite, and that's not going to fill your park all the time. And it couldn't happen to a nicer group of people, quite honestly. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Disney, uh, the equity activists, are outraged that white guilt has run out. Uh, Disney and Netflix are forcing out their DEI chiefs. And they're all black women, so of course it's racist. It has nothing to do with DEI destroying these companies. Why? Because it's a Marxist idea. It won't work with capitalism. You've got to force this onto companies and then force this as your only choice for a consumer. And luckily, there's enough of us that are waking up and saying, I don't want anything to do with that. By the way, Bud Light, it's spreading now to all Anheuser-Busch products. And it- the Glenn Beck Program.